Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 54 Massachusetts Act to Establish Pay Equality. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and I am your small business buddy, instructor, and servant. And I'm here to help you thrive in your role as an employer. This is where small business owners gain employer intelligence in around seven minutes every Tuesday and Thursday. Now, just when I thought it was time to move off the subject of equal pay and on to the next, Massachusetts Governor signed a newly passed pay equality law this past Monday, August 1st, 2016. Even if you don't have employees in Massachusetts, you need to understand the Massachusetts law because it's a sign of what's coming soon to a state near you, and quite possibly, the nation as a whole. There are a lot of similarities between the new Massachusetts law and the proposed Federal Paycheck Fairness Act. So, despite the already existing federal laws and Massachusetts' own general laws in Chapter 151B, the overlords of the Commonwealth feel it necessary to force employers to do even more. We simply can't have free people left to negotiate their own voluntary relationships. It's just not a fair playing field, and that's un-American. On this episode of Small Biz Brainiac, let's rock this. Now, to understand Massachusetts' new obligations under the Act to Establish Pay Equality, we need to compare it to the Federal Equal Pay Act. Let's start with the Massachusetts Pay Equality Act. It says that, No employer shall discriminate in any way on the basis of gender in the payment of wages, including benefits or other compensation, or pay any person a salary or wage rate less than the rates paid to employees of a different gender for comparable work. So let's break this down. This law includes benefits and other compensation in addition to wages as part of the analysis. Comparable work means work that is substantially similar in that it requires substantially similar skill, effort, and responsibility, and is performed under similar working conditions, provided, however, that a job title or job description alone shall not determine comparability. So then we have to look at the definition of working conditions. Working conditions includes the circumstances customarily taken into consideration in setting salary or wages, including, but not limited to, reasonable shift differentials, physical surroundings, and hazards encountered by employees performing a job. So let's read that again. No employer shall discriminate in any way on the basis of gender in the payment of wages, including benefits or other compensation, or pay any person a salary or wage rate less than the rates paid to employees of a different gender for comparable work, which is work that is substantially similar, which isn't defined, in that it requires similar skill, effort, and responsibility, not the same skill, effort, and responsibility, and is performed under similar working conditions, which includes the same things you'd normally consider when setting a wage, like shift differentials, physical surroundings, and hazards of the job. But if the working conditions are different, that may serve as the basis for a differential as long as the differential which includes benefits and other compensation, is based on, one, a bona fide system that rewards seniority with the employer, 
where pregnancy, protective parental, family, and medical leave don't reduce that seniority, and two, a bona fide merit system, or three, a bona fide system which measures earnings by quantity or quality of production or sales, four, the geographic location in which a job is performed, five, education, training, or experience to the extent that such factors are reasonably related to the particular job and consistent with business necessity, and six, travel if a regular and necessary condition of the particular job. So how does this differ from the Federal Equal Pay Act of 1963? Well, that act says that no employer having employees subject to any provisions of this section shall discriminate with any establishment in which such employees are employed between employees on the basis of sex by paying wages to employees in such establishment at a rate less than the rate at which he pays wages to employees of the opposite sex in such establishment for equal work on jobs the performance of which requires equal skill, effort, and responsibility, and which are performed under similar working conditions, except where such payment is made pursuant to a seniority system, a merit system, a system which measures earnings by quantity or quality of production, or a differential based on any other factor other than sex. Now, they sound awfully similar, right? But they're not. So let's compare the terms and definitions. Under federal law, we have equal work. And under the Massachusetts law, it says comparable work. So the Massachusetts law significantly expands the definition. Equal work under the federal law is defined as work which requires equal skill, effort, and responsibility. And under the Massachusetts law, comparable work is work that is substantially similar. So those are very different terms. Again, much broader. Under a federal law, working conditions is undefined. So where the Equal Pay Act says, which are performed under similar working conditions, it doesn't define it, although I'm sure case law has. Now, federal law does not include benefits and other compensation as part of what constitutes pay, whereas the Massachusetts law does. And then we have the exceptions, the things a differential can be based on. Federal law says a seniority system, a merit system, a system which measures earnings by quantity or quality of production, and a differential based on any other factor other than sex. Whereas the Massachusetts law says, a bona fide system that rewards seniority with the employer, except that time missed due to pregnancy, protected parental, family, and medical leave shall not reduce seniority, a bona fide merit system, a bona fide system which measures earnings by quantity or quality of production or sales, the geographic location in which a job is performed, education, training, or experience to the extent such factors are reasonably related to the particular job and consistent with business necessity, and travel if a regular and necessary condition of the particular job. So while there are more exceptions, at least from a num- from account standpoint, there isn't the kind of catch-all that exists in the federal, which is a differential based on any other factor other than sex. Now that ends our comparison, and as you can see, the Massachusetts law is considerably more extensive. I've created a comparison chart, and I've put it in the show notes, so check that out. 
We aren't done yet, though. There's still more to the Massachusetts law that's important to understand, so we'll get to it in the next episode. And we'll also talk about California's equal pay laws, which have been on the books since 1949, as well as the California Fair Pay Act, which was signed into law on October 6, 2015 by Governor Brown. Well, there you have it. Let's recap. The Massachusetts Act to establish pay equity, and I realize that I've just been saying equality, not equity, this entire time. It's the act to establish pay equity, not equality. Anyway, this new act takes effect on January 1st, 2018, so you have 18 months to self-audit and get into compliance. As compared to the Federal Pay Act of 1963, the Massachusetts Act expands the definition of work covered from equal to comparable. It further expands the definition of work by saying work that is substantially similar instead of work which requires equal. And it adds benefits and other compensation to the analysis and significantly restricts what qualifies as an exception. If you've got questions, don't hesitate to ask. Simply go to smallbizbrainiac.com and send me your question from the homepage. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.